Welcome to Give It a Chai. I'm Quinn and I'm drinking Milk and Honey's Pink Flamingo. I'm Lily. I'm drinking Bigelow Green Tea with Lemon. And then uh, we have a special guest this week, tea expert and my best college friend, one of a few, Tyler. Hi. Hello. Uh, it's an honor to be here and to be called a tea expert, something I'm absolutely not professionally <laughs> qualified to be called in any capacity, but I'll take it. We're, we're tea experts. It's okay. Clearly. Oh, if you if you are and you and you say it about Incorrect. me, then it must be true. <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, you host a tea podcast, so that makes you something of an expert. Exactly. You know. That's what a podcast means. Yeah, expert. Now, what tea? Are, what tea are you drinking, Tyler? Enlighten us. I am drinking a Yorkshire Gold. It's a, a beautiful, robust black tea from the United Kingdom, and I'm drinking it with milk and honey. <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> because that's how you drink black tea. <laughs> Questions? I had a huge issue with this last episode, milk in tea. And then as Quinn pointed out, I went on to talk about chai tea latte and London Fog, which both have milk in them. But I defend it by mm -hmm, their mm -hmm. specialty drinks. Like there's other stuff in them. It's not just milk in black tea. I think if you're, I agree. if you're putting milk in tea, you just throw it away. Like you've ruined the tea. Black tea is so good on its own. You're just, you just ruined it. But it's my opinion. All right. I guess we can leave it at that. Now, see, I'm going to go with it just depends on what kind of tea it is and also the context and if you're having it with anything. What do you mean? Like what, what justifies milk and tea? So for me, like there are these shortbread cookies that I have. Are they like the little Scotties? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Those specific cookies, I want black tea with just like a splash of milk and like half a spoon of sugar because it's dessert. Yeah. Well, let me be clear. When I say I put milk in my butt, I don't agree with people who put like a full, you know, gallon of milk in their tea. I put the teeniest little dribble drabble into my tea just so that it's like just a little bit like murky colored you know it's no longer kind of more translucent-y and then I put the teeniest little bit of honey in there sometimes sugar but I try to do honey because I drink it every morning I don't want to eat sugar every morning it's probably not good for my health so I stir <laughs> in my milk and honey and it really brings out some of the notes of a of a beautiful cup of black tea I mean I'm here to defend Dave's grandma Okay, we're not talking about Dave's grandma, okay? Leave Jackie out of Jackie, this. Jackie, whatever her name is. No, thank you. <laughs> I'm here to defend her. I think that, because it's, what it is, is it's the traditional proper way to have a cup of tea English style. And if you're having English breakfast tea, which is my morning tea, okay. that's what you do. It's disrespectful otherwise. I've been having English breakfast tea. My mom got Twinings. It's like English breakfast tea with lemon. And I, yeah, I have nothing in it. It just feel like you put milk in it. It's it just takes away from. So what you were saying about it brings out the flavors. I would say it would diminish the flavor. Now you're just tasting the honey and the milk, and it's no longer tea. It's all about balance. Okay. It's all about balance to me. It's all. And here's the thing: I probably wouldn't put milk or honey in Twining's tea because Twining's tea doesn't taste like anything except dirty water. Oh, now we're coming at Whoa. me. Okay. Okay. <laughs> 
But if you have like a, a respectable cup of black tea, like a like a like a Yorkshire Gold, which is sourced uh, from the top ten tea gardens all over the world, hand picked, ethically sourced, uh, and traded to the tailors' company in the United Kingdom, and you buy that at the import store, uh, which and we're both in Central Jersey, you have access to Wegmans, so you they have a just quick note, not sponsored, um. not sponsored. <laughs> Uh, by, by the Taylor's Tea Company or by Wegmans. But they have a really good international aisle and you could get really good black tea that would justify putting milk in it. It'd be appropriate to put milk in that. In Twinings, there's no point. Wow. You're not bringing up your own point. So you're saying this is like such an excellent tea. It's sourced from like the tea, whatever. And then you're still putting milk in it. Like the tea <laughs> yeah. is so good. It's just such a great tea. Yet you still have to put milk and honey in it. That's insane. When you buy produce, do you just eat it like raw? Do you like not wash it or cook it in oil and spices? Certain things are enhanced by other things. Well, yeah, if I'm buying fruit, then for sure I'm not adding anything else. I guess if you look at tea the way you look at fruit, but I, I just don't look at those things on the same the same way maybe this is <laughs> this is now going to switch to just tea to like tea wars where this is this full-on tea, tea tea battle because i just will not see eye to eye on this i don't get the milk and twinings twinings is good so back off okay whatever whatever we're allowed to be in the same space again whatever that may be uh, let me l- sh- make you a cup of good black tea with a little bit of milk and honey i'm telling you it'll change your whole worldview on this okay and also if you have any listeners in the united kingdom they're going to be outraged i'm just warning you for that you're going to get emails your instagram is going to get flooded i'm here to plug the instagram as well follow give it a try <laughs> This could spread through my dad's office, which has offices worldwide, I believe. So yeah, your dad works in aviation. That's a that's a global business for sure. We've already shouted out to his office, but they apparently are all waiting with hot cups of tea for this podcast. Hey, distinguished gentlemen and ladies that they are at the uh, at the office your dad works for. To be honest with you, my dad does drink tea. He does like tea. But all through growing up, every night, his end of the night, like, bookend snack was half a glass of milk and three Chips Ahoy cookies. That's a good, that's a good end of night. Yes. That's a nightcap right there. That's a tasteful nightcap. He does not do that anymore because now he, like, goes to the gym and is the most in-shape person over the age of 60 that I know. Bad choice. Stay with the cookies. At my house, we've been eating nothing but gluten-free Oreos because they just came out this week for the first time ever. As of recording, uh, whenever this comes out, that won't be true. But as of yeah. the, the week of recording this, but in January 2021, Oreos released, so my, my mom has celiac and she hadn't had an Oreo since like 1997 when she was diagnosed. Aww. And we tried them side by side. We, my whole family did like a, a blindfold test to see if we could tell the difference. Aww. And many members of my family got it wrong. The gluten-free Oreos are really, really close to the original Oreos. Dang. So we're, we've been eating so many not a sponsor. Oreos down here. Now, again, not a sponsor. I'm just here to plug brands that aren't giving you any money. <laughs> Before we get into the rest of the show, we want to let you all know Give It a Chai can be found on all major podcast catchers including Spotify and Apple Podcast. On Apple Podcasts specifically, if you would like to rate and review the podcast, that would be great. This helps to bump up the pod so other listeners can find the show. Thank you so much for all the love and support. Enjoy the rest of the show.
Well, like Quinn and I talked about in our first episode, there are some teas that you can only buy in Orlando, Florida, and uh, London. And that's the only... This is a true fact. Did you know that? How how could that be in the in the age of the internet? Because Twinings only sells them in their like small original store in the UK and in Epcot. That makes sense. Okay. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I was there are say. certain ones that they only sell in those two places and they're like exclusive to there. So and then like the CEO of Twinings shows up in Epcot like all the time and he's just chilling in the tea shop and you're like hi hey, hi tea man there was one uh really awkward time that i went in and he was there and somebody at work had i guess gone there and gotten confused and they have these they're like for your water bottle they're not tea bags but they flavor your water and twinings makes them so i'm a big fan because i hate water and that makes me drink water. that is the h- hottest take i've heard Water is like the only key element to tea, and you just came for water on this tea podcast. Once it goes in with the tea, I love it. That's different. Yeah, best part about water is that turns into other stuff, I guess. Yeah. It's like the tofu of liquids, water. Yeah, yeah, it's like cauliflower. By itself, bad. Other stuff, good. Okay, well, I love both of those two things, so whatever. Uh, <laughs> I just love the take, like, I don't like water. Like, you need it to live. <laughs> but I, I just, I don't like air. It's just, like, really suffocating, actually. It's not, I'm not about it. <laughs> I'm constantly dehydrated because I just don't drink water, okay. which is bad. It's Quinn, a bad you live thing. in the hottest place in America. You live in a subtropical climate in Central Florida. What do you Not do? about yeah. water. I'm so concerned about you. <laughs> I have been working really hard on this for the last, like, year, you guys. You don't understand. Uh, working oh. on drinking water? Yes. It comes for it's free out of your sink. <laughs> There's so little to do. <laughs> but I, like, forget that it's a thing that I have to do. And then I also don't like the taste of it. And you know why? Here's the real reason. And Tyler, you especially will get me on this. Okay. Because we went to college in New York City together. Tap water here tastes horrible. Yeah, Florida tap water's rough. Tap water in New York City, which is where I came from right before this, amazing. Yeah, NYC tap water is is perfect and beautiful. That's, I I would not have guessed that. Everyone's, everyone says that. Everyone's like, it's New York, isn't it gross? It's a thing. No, there's like. Well, right, that makes sense. But like most people have like water filtration systems. Like I use a Brita, which, you know. I don't think that's much of a thing in New York unless you, like, have a bunch of roommates and you need to have it, like, in your fridge or something. Because everyone I've ever talked to that, like, was a friend of mine that lived in New York was just like, yeah, the tap water here is great. Yeah, I used to get, when I lived in Brooklyn, I went right out the tap. We had no filter. And we lived with five roommates, and we went right out the tap. And and right in the tea kettle. Nice. I mean, I put, yeah, tap goes right into my electric kettle for sure. Like, that's... That's normal, right? It's, it's boiled water, so it yeah. takes out yeah. all the right. whatever. That's why uh, That's why tea is a thing. Did you know that? Oh, that makes sense, because it cleans because, the water. So there's a whole thing. This is just me regurgitating something I've read, that, and I'm probably going to get facts wrong. So I was reading about, like, tea and stuff, and... Beer was created by, like, the Western Hemisphere as a way to make water safe to drink. 
by putting everything in it to make the beer, it made the water safe to drink. So people of like Western heritage generally have a better tolerance for alcohol because our ancestors literally had a better tolerance for alcohol because they had to, to drink. Whereas intelligent people in the Eastern part of the world were like, we can boil the water and flavor it with leaves. Wow. History. There's, Hell yeah. There's some stuff. Yeah. There's some stuff. No, that's wow. legitimate. Everything you said tracks, I will say. I can confirm it, but it tracks. So, agree. I love that they had the thing. Like, they could have just boiled the water and, like, waited for it to cool down and it would have been safe to drink. But they were like, hey, guys, what if water, like, tasted like stuff and wasn't super bad and boring? And everyone was like, oh, good idea. And they just, like, put leaves in it until they found the leaves that tasted best. Like, what a great idea. Or didn't idea. kill them. Or didn't kill them. But, like, entrepreneurs there. Like, it's so good. Yeah, it was a bunch of Quins. They're like, we just hate water. What can we possibly do to make this drinkable? Anyway, this came from the Twinings thing and when I was feeling stupid about the CEO. Okay. Because I went in, somebody gave me those to try because she didn't like them. And I thought they were great. And he was literally telling me and whoever I was with, like, oh, we'll have these new water bottle things. Um, We had, like, one case of them come in and they all sold out here. And I was like, the person who gave them to me told me they got them at Publix. So I look at this man and I was like, oh, they're in Publix. And he was like, no, they're not. And I didn't know who he was. So I was like, <laughs> yeah, they are. And he was like, no, I'm I'm 100% sure they are not. And then I walked through the store and s- some cast member was talking to another guest and they were like, yeah, the CEO of Twinings is right over there. And I was like, oh, no. Like, there goes my shot at a Twinings job. <laughs> well, if he ever comes back, I'll walk up to him and be like, yo, I have a tea podcast. You want to be on it, bro? And they'll be like, finally, finally, somebody <laughs> needs my skills. The public needs me at last. Now, Quinn, we are going to get him on. Like, that will happen for sure. Also, like, there are legitimate jobs, like master blenders or something. Like, yeah, I would love to do that. Yeah. I am not refined enough for that. Honestly, reach out to like any tea house. I'm sure any of those people would be so down to talk about it. Right. And not. Right, it'll be like someone like Brenda, the intern, and she'll be like, oh yeah, I love, I will talk to you. But then we can just be like, she's the associate vice president of marketing at T Forte or something, okay? <laughs> yeah, right. We'll just lie. That's the basis of it'll this, lies. It's really, really official. Yeah. Well, that's like all job titles. They're all made up, you know. So that kind of takes us to um, what our episode is today, now that we've rambled forever. Um, but, so Lily and I are actually going to start having a kind of a rotating, um, general subject schedule. Um, so this week we're going to start that with our local business episode, um, where we showcase our favorite local businesses that have something to do with tea. Doesn't necessarily have to be a tea house, but like literally anything having to do with tea. Um, and we'll talk about those and why we like them, how we found them, whatever it is. Um, so that's what we're going to do this week with Tyler. Yeah, I'm ready. I got I got one to spotlight. I'm really excited to give a shout out to. Yeah, okay. Do you want to go first? Yeah. Go ahead, Tyler. You will begin. Okay, here I go. Um, so it's kind of a twofer, okay? Uh, but they're, they're tied to, to here. So... 
like we were saying, I am from New Jersey, and I'm in New Jersey right now, but for a couple months in fall of 2020, I was spending time in Texas because I was working down there for a little bit. Uh, and when I was down there, I had a lot of time during the day because at, my job was at night. It wasn't during the day. So I had a lot of time just walk around Austin, Texas and like go to cafes and like use their Wi-Fi and sit outside because uh, it's, war- it's warm there. So I was like able to sit outside at like a safely social distant kind of deal. Um, so uh, I would go, I would Google like, where's the best cup of tea in Austin? And I would go to all these cafes and I'd try it. And because I'm an everyday English breakfast drinker with milk, mind you, or a milk substitute, like I like oat milk in it, if that's more palatable to you. But well, I do love oat milk. Yeah, it's a solid, solid milk substitute. It's all I drink anymore. It's got to be the best of the milk substitutes. Like almond milk can yeah. get out of town at this point. I'm, yeah, I'm over almond, almond milk. milk. It's too watery. Oat milk's the best with tea in a specialty drink. It's terrible for the environment too, right? Almond milk is, is like, yeah, it's like evil uses a ton of point. water. Yeah. It's like ridiculous amounts. So, which if yeah. you're Quinn is great because it's less water that mm-hmm. the, that they have to worry mm-hmm. about. Mm-hmm. And yeah, Quinn Quinn loves fracking and almonds. They both you know use what? a ton of water. No, <laughs> incorrect. These are lies, slander. I like how we turn the small business spotlight into a quick Quinn roast. But anyway. Um, yeah, so when I was walking around Austin, uh, I would go into places, and whenever I ordered my English breakfast tea in the morning, I noticed they said, we don't have English breakfast, but we do have Austin breakfast. And I was like, oh, that's cute. Uh, they just call it Austin breakfast. That's nice. But I noticed, like, three different places did it in a row, and I was like, there's no way that they all had that idea. Like, so I finally asked, I was like, hey, where do you get your tea? Like, do you call it Austin breakfast? Or, like, does a company make tea for Austin called Austin Breakfast, and it was that one. They were like, oh yeah, it's this company, it's called ZT, which is spelled Z-H-I-Z-T. I have to look this up while you're talking about it, just because I need the visual. Oh, please do. You said Z-H-I, Z-H-I, but it's pronounced Z-T, and they are based in Austin, and they have a little tea house, like they have a little tea room that you can go to and you can drink tea, and it's it's a pretty nice vibe in there. But they have like a monopoly on most of the cafes and coffee shops and brunch wow. places in Austin, and most places you go and you ask for the tea menu, uh, you can get a cup of Austin breakfast or any of the other stuff they have. They have a bunch of kind of special teas uh and the uh, the austin breakfast cup of tea as far as like a breakfast blend of tea goes is just really really delicious uh i ordered it like every day i hardly tried any of their other blends just because i was enjoying it so much as my morning tea every morning uh and i would go to my cafe of choice which is and this is where it's a twofer is my cafe of choice in austin it's a place called cenote it's just like a beautiful place to sit and have an amazing uh sandwich and a cup of tea and they have zts and it's just a great place to sit on your laptop and like look at your email or watch netflix and and procrastinate it's just a good place so yeah zt that's my spotlight uh you can order it like anywhere i was looking on the website i want to read first of all like before we started recording i was on their website which i had not been on before but their about us blurb is just so charming to me it's we're a it's we're a homegrown austin texas company comprised of a few diehard tea freaks lovers of fine foods stewards of sustainable agriculture and passionately dedicated to the human experience and when i saw the the phrase tea freaks i was like i am one of 
the, you, one of them, and there's so few of us in a in a coffee culture like where we live. Yes. Uh, so to to see people who identify that way was uh, was very very nice. And also they have a I just discovered they have a great YouTube channel where um, a bunch of tea nerds uh, show you how to use like tea stuff. Um, and it's so yes. it's so nerdy and and nice and also has kind of like a gentle almost asmr quality as they like pour rolling Ooh, water nice. like over leaves and like uh. in like a, a calm voice tell you about like how aromatic it is and like the best way to steep an oolong or something so it's great they also have a tea blog on their website which is awesome they're into tea they're like it's not it's not just like a there are, there yeah, are there literally people. are people. They are our people. Um, I I love them, and I uh, I miss having my morning cup of Austin breakfast, which I probably I was there for six weeks or seven weeks. I had it probably like at least every other day. Most days I had an Austin breakfast. I went out and bought it because I liked it so much. I I think I might order some because you've talked it up so much, and you can get a sampler for like four bucks on here. Ooh, yeah. But hire me. Let me if ZT. If you're listening to this, let me be a brand ambassador for you. I'm still I'm still Yo, unemployed. No, if you want to sponsor us, if you want to sponsor us, we'll have Tyler do our commercials. That's all I'm saying. You don't. You don't even have to send me a script. I'll just I'll just rant and rave for thirty seconds. Just stop. <laughs> stop my memory. Have you ever? I don't know if you do the TikTok thing, but there's a guy on there who just screams at places for thirty <laughs> seconds, and he'll be like. Come down to Al's barn. This is Al's toys. Look at this. It's a chicken. It's a dog. Puppy. Dog. Cow. Like, that's literally all he does. And I feel like you could do that for tea very easily. I happily would. I'd happily, like, go somewhere and just, like, point and be like, look at those tea doilies. Look at at how they do. They they, they catch all the little tea triplets off the spout. It's so good. That's good. Also, like, our TikTok will be, like, our the angry side of us. Like, that's the aggressive tea. If you're into, like, aggressive tea, that's our TikTok. Uh, head there uh, for aggressive tea. So Actually, okay, but we did just make a TikTok. Shameless plug here. I'm probably going to start posting on the TikTok before we even post episodes. And I, I think we are just going to make it, like, TSMR, but then, like, reviewing local businesses. I love that. If you need yeah. a guest spot of me screaming about ZT, um, or I could do it hushedly. Uh, yeah. I'm, I'm here. I'm here to well, help. Quinn, what's that okay, one like TikTok it. feature where you have like the static background and then your face kind of pops up very awkwardly and it's just like Tyler coming in yelling and it's like coming in from the <laughs> side of the frame and you're like, what's going on? I was just looking at someone pouring tea. And, and I'm like, yelling. get that twinings out of here. I'm here. I'm here to save you. <laughs> Throw that twinings in the trash. Yeah, you just have a gallon of milk and you're just pouring it into tea. <laughs> <Just> pouring... <laughs> yeah. Oat milk, just splashing oat milk. You're like, this is green tea. I don't want milk in this. It's yeah. so gross. <laughs> right, that's an idea, yes. Um, the TikTok name is Give It A Chai Pod, Quinn. Is that correct? Or... Yeah. Okay. That's it. That's all of our stuff on social media, which we're only using Instagram and tiktok right now because um twitter is a scary scary terrible place so do you do you have an email address we do it's give it a chai pod at gmail.com that is for questions comments suggestions harsh feedback harsh feedback (laughs) harsh feedback can come directly to my email so i'll I'll filter that very um no it it can be for very sweet corrections that are well-meaning or not or it's just like dave makes a bunch of burners and he's just roasting us 
<laughs> I'm telling you to get ready for a fleet of English listeners. People from the United Kingdom are not going to like your stance on milk and black tea. I'm just getting I uh, Just to be clear, I like milk in my tea sometimes in the right context. Now, let's the tea I'm drinking right now, I'm not going to put milk in this because it has so many flavors to it already. It's an herbal tea. It doesn't need any kind of a lift or no, brightener. No, you, well, you just, it is what it is. You don't put milk in herbal tea. No, I'm, we're talking. No. Bl- we're talking black tea. Yeah, yeah. The English listeners are gonna hate me, Quinn. You might actually have to pair off with Tyler and like leave me in the dust because just all the hate I will garner. So but let's all be honest. They're probably gonna hate us anyway because we're Americans who made a tea podcast and we don't know what the hell we're talking. Yeah, they're about. gonna be like the audacity. Lily, what's uh, what's your tea business? Okay, so. Mine will not be as fantastical as Tyler's, but my tea uh, company is called Sourland Coffee. So it's a cafe, but they make tea drinks. Now, I want to shout out Sourland Coffee, which is in central New Jersey, specifically because they actually closed recently because of COVID and they just couldn't keep running. And it made me very sad because every time I would come to my parents, which is pretty often, I would go there and get myself a chai tea latte, which they make it perfectly like even better than the cafe I shouted out before which was Love Art Cafe it's not sweet it's just like the tea and I get it with oat milk but because it's a specialty drink it's not weird to put milk in the tea because there's like cinnamon and other stuff and it's like blended together okay it's very good but anyway they're they're very great and I just wanted to shout them out because they're now closed makes me very very sad because COVID sucks I don't need to to say that, you know, we all we all know. But they're great. It's always, like, a really nice, like, atmosphere in there and everything like that. And because the only other cafe around here is Starbucks. And in my opinion, Starbucks makes the drinks are just never good. They're always way too sweet. They're super syrupy. They're just never good. So it was really cool to have, like, a local cafe here in town. And now we don't have that anymore, so... It makes me sad. That that's that's my sad note. But I want to shout them out because they're wonderful and great, and they make actual tea, which is good. But I usually stick with the chai tea latte. So I didn't even know that we had a cafe like that because Lily and I grew up in the same town, and I never even knew that was there. Where was it? It was. It's like on Main Street, right across from Tollgate. Oh. It was like in a very like uh, the building itself was like pretty small. Like it was kind of hard to see, but it was right off of Main Street. But actually, Quinn, I know you know the history behind like the term Sourland. Like I know that's a term that's used a lot mm-hmm. in this area, but like I can't exactly remember the history. Yeah, it's because because I lived in the Sourland Mountains. Mm-hmm. Um, so from what I understand, uh, what I was taught in third grade at our little museum in our town was that the Native Americans actually gave it that name because the land there is full of huge rocks so it's terrible for growing things Mm -hmm. so they literally called it the sour land mountains because the land was sour it wasn't good for what they needed it for i always wondered why it was called the sour lands i'm so happy i know that yeah (laughs) all right so my yeah my pick sour land coffee quinn i'm throwing throwing the ball to you i'm handing off the baton another sports reference i'm ready so I am actually choosing one from, it's not our hometown, but it's very close to our hometown. Um, and I think I talked about it in last week's episode. Um, it's T-Berry's Tea Room in, in New Jersey. Um, and it's absolutely wonderful. It's been a tradition for me and my mom. 
every time I am leaving, we go to tea berries. It's like our final thing we do together before I went back to college or every time I go visit, whatever it is. Um, it is in a restored Victorian home on Main Street. And it's absolutely beautiful. Like I said, I talked about it last week, so I don't want to like go all in on it again. Um, but they do a really wonderful job decorating everything. Um, there's actually an Alice in Wonderland room, but it's not on the nose. It's like, you kind of have to know what you're looking at. And it's really cute because that's where they will also do like kids' birthday parties and that kind of thing if they come in. Um, so they have kind of strange hours. Um, I know that they're open Thursday through Monday. Um, yeah, it says 11 to 4 p.m. Closed Tuesday and yeah. Wednesday. That's kind of awesome, though. They do, like, full lunch and afternoon tea. So we always did the full, like, high tea that they have and split it. But, um, oh, it also says here on their website, as I'm looking at it, they're doing their entire menu to go right now, which is great because I was a little worried about them. Um, obviously, with everything going on, any any local business like this you're going to be worried about. But it's also special to me because it was a favorite location of Tyler and his roommate in college um, before I really like hung out with them a ton. And I've been there with the two of them, which is really fun because let's all be honest, the average clientele for tea berries is like women over the age of 60. Yeah. And so me walking in with two dudes and the three of us being, like, 21 was really funny. They were all like, oh, look at these handsome young men. Like, <laughs> and Quinn. <laughs> I, uh, I, I, like, the staff at T-Berry's, uh, like, they, they know me. And and it's for that reason. It's because <laughs> nobody, like, you go in there and, like, if you look around the room, like, you're not being like that you're not speaking in hyperbole at all like the clientele at t-berries okay. is legitimately women over the age of 60 with little girls dressed in princess dresses yeah so like when i go and like i'll go by myself i love that place so like i'll just go and like sit there and after going like a few times they were like hey what what are you doing <laughs> It is, and I said on last week's episode, it's literally like when you call, they're like, okay, is everyone in your party okay with stairs? Because half of their clientele are not, so. Yeah, and it is an old Victorian house, so like it's, a lot of the tea rooms are up a flight of stairs. Yeah, and then upstairs too, I want to say like each room on the second floor is a different level. Like you have to step up and down into the rooms on the second story somehow. Yeah, there's like little steps that go into like slightly elevated places in the house. Sorry, I was, I was gonna say, I want to say before we pivot away for Tea Berries, um, Tea Berries might be my favorite place, like, in the whole world. I just, oh. I, I love Tea Berries. It is, like, the perfect place to sit and stay for a few hours. Like, the vibes, they always play, like, this very gentle, very soothing music, and they come over, yeah. and there's over a hundred teas, and they know everything about every one of them, so you could be like, oh, like, what What do you think of the, uh, the, the, the maple ginger, this, 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 and they're like, oh, well, that's actually really lovely tea, because, and it pairs with this kind of scone, it's just like yeah. a tea lover's heaven you know like They're if you're wonderful. a total tea freak like we are like it, it's just so good and the food is so good like way better than like a tea room has any business being the scones are 
out of this world, get them with clotted cream and jam, and and yep. g- go off. And like the sandwiches, oh my god, the Lady Aster, t- it's it, all of it is so good. And the dessert menu is amazing. They're, all of those yes. are just so good. And the lobster bisque with the homemade crackers, it's so, so good. I haven't been there in so long because of the pandemic, but I really miss it. And there's a boutique. I mean, you're you're hyping it up so perfectly. Like, I almost want to go here tomorrow with my mom because it says Tea Berries has reopened and the food looks incredible. And I'm already in the area, so why not? You, like, Quinn hyped this up last week, and now you're talking about it with like such love and passion. You're just like, it's my favorite place more so than any place I've ever been to in the world. Gives me such an adrenaline rush. But yeah, this place looks awesome it's amazing and they also have cool like every table has sugar cubes on it like when you get there i don't know if they're still doing that right now but generally speaking and if it's a holiday they're they 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 do the cubes for the holiday if it's like saint patty's day they're little shamrocks because they always decorate if you went now it would probably be little like different colored hearts yes because i've been around valentine's day yes the whole place get, gets decked out for whatever holiday it is. And, like, it, yep. the, one of their signature things is right when you get there, there's an upside-down Christmas tree. I talked about that last and week. And it's decorated <laughs> for whatever holiday it is. It's the best place. It's the best It's the best place. Oh, my God. I, I really hope that we can get someone from Tea Berries because you two are, like, insane fans. I'm like, I can't wait to try out this place. I can't believe I haven't in the decade that I've lived here. It's kind of wild. They also have, like, this really fun little store out back, which I think they built because it used to be just a room, but they started getting more and more things. So they actually have, like, a little house out off of the parking lot. And you can get everything in there. So, like, you can get the old... They have a bunch of old china teacups and, like, also brand new ones. Then they'll have, like, just random tea paraphernalia. But one of my favorite things they had, which I don't know if they do anymore because I think they said they stopped making them. But, Tyler, I don't know if you remember the drip guards they used to put on the teapots. They were, like, a little doily that went on the spout of the teapot, and you would pour the tea, and then it would... You know how when you have an actual teapot, you pour it, and then it gets everywhere? That didn't happen. This is how often I go to tea berries. The, like, there was a time between visits where they I noticed that the spout doily was missing, and I asked my server, who, like, I... <laughs> no right. i was like hey where's the where's the spout doilies and she was like oh my god they stopped making them we ordered them from this distributor in the united kingdom and they like went under so we don't have any more spout doilies and at the last time i went was like last march right before the lockdowns because i could feel them coming so i was like i gotta get one more tea berries in before they lock everything down <laughs> um and there was, and they still had no spout doilies. Maybe they figured it out. It's probably the bottom priority during the pandemic is is figuring out where your spout doilies are. I've but... never even heard of spout doily, and that's the level they're at at tea berries. Like they thought they're like, hey, isn't that kind of annoying when the tea drips down the spout and gets on the table? We don't even want to worry about that here. It's 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 a oasis. I feel like the... so underqualified to even be a host of this podcast, having not been to tea berries. Like I feel like I've missed out on like <laughs> so much tea. Experience experiences it's never too late it's it you're gonna it's seriously i might go tomorrow like it seems like it's open it seems like there might be some like i'll get an experience maybe there maybe not yeah maybe i can definitely call for a reservation because yeah that's what it says yeah reservations required so and i can walk upstairs i can do that that gives you a better shot you know i think so Oh, I will also say, while you are there, 
Make sure you go in the bathroom upstairs. Absolutely. Absolutely essential that you go into the bathroom upstairs. Should we say why? Uh, yes. Yeah, go absolutely. For it. I need to know. Okay. Are you sure? Because if you're going to go, it might make for good podcast content if we don't say why. And then you have to like, you have to do like an appreciation, a reactionary essay about it for your next episode. Oh, I think that's a great idea, actually. Yeah. Nope, we're not, we're not telling you. We're not telling you what's in the upstairs bathroom. But can I know? Like, just no. just No. Me? No, 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 Lily has to make good tea-based podcast content for the the world. <laughs> All right, well, you haven't heard my Boston Tea Party episode. When that drops, holy cow. <laughs> That's going to be one that puts this podcast on the map. Maybe, or not, or lots of anger. A lot of uh, anger about that. But all right, I mean, tea berries, that, you could not ask for a better shout out tea berries, okay? So that's... That's incredible. I can't wait to go here. I just keep looking at this sandwich on their website and I'm so hungry right now. I literally, when I called Tyler to book him for this, this episode, I was like, tea berries is mine. You can't have it. And I was, I was like, are you, why would you take that from me? You live in Florida now. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm here right now. Why would you take tea berries from me? Well, it was a wonderful, wonderful episode. Um, not episode, choice. Also, it's been a great episode, for sure. It's been a great episode. Well, Tyler, thank you so much for coming and and uh, rescuing us tonight. <laughs> oh, anytime. It is my pleasure to sit around and talk about tea for 45 minutes. That is a, a dream evening for me, so thank you for having me. Of course. Wait, one, one last question, because I didn't get to ask before. What is your podcast about, the one that you had for two and a half years? Like, what oh, do you okay. podcast about? Tyler actually has two podcasts. Oh, yes. I do. He's like a quick summary because I'm very interested. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so quickly. So my first one is called Horror Movie Brackets, which okay. is a podcast where me and my friend Eric, and this is the thing we just, just like in our personal lives, and then we- You did this for years in college before this podcast. Yes, yes. Started. We did this in college, and then my friend Eric became keen to it and like just loved it, and he brought it to the next level. Like he got a whiteboard, he started recording like statistics based on like how the movies were doing, so it got really like intense in a really good yeah, way. Very analytical. Involved. very analytical it's it's really it's like half horror movies and half statistics okay. because they're the same 32 movies they go on a whiteboard um kind of march madness style and we flip a coin to determine like which one wins a pairing so it'll be like halloween versus friday the 13th flip a coin it's heads so halloween wins and it goes on to the next round and so we'll do this with 32 movies until we get a winner and then later in the week uh, for our second part of the episode cycle will review that movie so we'll like do an episode we have an episode on halloween for example and then if a movie wins and it has a sequel its sequel goes in the bracket and it's the same 32 movies every time they win a flip it counts as a win kind of like how baseball statistics work so you're like they start at 500 and then if they win a flip they start to like go up or they go down right. and we have winning averages and losing averages we record uh what their streaks are like who has the most wins in a row who's doing the worst and we like just go way into it uh it, it's a ton of fun it, so that's horror movie brackets wait and then your other podcast because that one sounds awesome horror movie brackets 
Harmony Brackets is, is a ton of fun. Um, the other one is new. We are about to drop our fourth episode on Monday. We come out Monday mornings. Uh, it's called Fountains of Splain, and it's a podcast Fountains where- Fountains of Wayne? And- that band? It's about Fountains of Wayne. It's called <laughs> Fountains of Splain, like short for explain with an apostrophe. <laughs> I didn't know the name of that. Yeah. It's called Fountains of Wayne. Um, and the premise of this podcast is that we have every Fountains of Wayne song in a Google document numbered. Okay. And we click a random number generator, one through, we start with 69 songs, because that's how many they had uh, to total on all their studio albums. So now we're down four. I can only name Stacy's mom. Are you offended? That's the only one I know. No, no, that's the thing. That's why we're making the podcast, because me and Grace are huge Fountains of Wayne fans. Like, we are total, total Wayneyacs. We so this love is like Fountains a Fountains of Wayne. of Wayne, like, awareness podcast. It's like, hey, guys, remember that song that y'all jammed to in elementary school? They're an actual band. They have other songs. Yes, that is exactly the mission of the podcast, is to spread the good word of Wayne, because there's a whole world. They are such, such a good band, and nobody knows. And me and Grace have been screaming to anybody who will listen just in our personal lives for years. And then over the pandemic, we were, like, talking about that, and we were like, you know what? If there's ever been a reason to make a podcast, like, we have all this free time now because we're just, like, in lockdown. This is literally Quinn and I's conversation, yeah. Right. Well, it's like, like there's been this uptick in podcasts, I guess. But uh, yeah, so we launched, um, I guess, like uh, less than a month ago. But it's cool. But like, we when you put a podcast out in the world, like people will find it. You know, like we have a a, a small but loyal following on horror movie brackets. Uh, they like cool. send us emails and talk about like what they're rooting for and all that kind of thing, which is really cool. And then on the Fountains of Wayne one. There's a whole community of people that we found, like, through Instagram and, and Reddit who are just, like, love Fountains of Wayne. Uh, and so I'm telling you, listen to Fountains of Wayne. Put on the album that Stacey's mom is on. It's called Welcome Interstate Managers. It's a masterpiece, okay? Like, and when you hear Stacey's mom in the context of that album, it makes way more sense. It's not just a silly novelty song. We, me and Grace, like, rant and rave about this on the podcast all the time. But that album came out in 2003. It's about people, like, beginning their professional lives and, like, adult personal lives, trying to get it going. It's about working in New York City and commuting. Most Fountains of Wayne songs are about traveling and uh and they capture that feeling of not knowing where you are in port authority really well if you're a kid in the 2000s like you know stacy's mom is a part of your growing you know up that oh, yeah song. like played at the school dances and all that stuff no, that but song nobody was, knows like, that it's not just head. like a it's not just like a one-hit wonder novelty song like it it there's so much more to fountains of way and All right, and that is all the tea that we have for you today. If you like, please send any thoughts, comments, suggestions to giveitachaipod at gmail.com. Follow the Instagram and TikTok at giveitachaipod. And we will see you out with a little bit more TSMR. Bye.